Listener Production. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two... Sorry, still buffering. One... Ahoy to me, Proton, Hamish. <laughs> very, very small, but very, very useful. Ahoy to me, Neutron, Jacko. Just as useful, can't have one without the other. And Sci- well, science doesn't actually know, but... <laughs> and no, I'm, I mean, you have, a, you have a place. And I'm an electron. Okay. We are parts of the atom. We are the atom. <laughs> very, very small, very, very useful. But you're Oppenheimer, the... almost Oppenheimer-based here, Ando. Yeah, you, you, you're obviously the positive charge, Ham. Thank you. I've labelled Jack the negative charge. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually don't too, know too much about the atom, yeah. but um, you are whizzing around the outside, aren't you, Ando? I've got no charge. I'm not in charge of anything. Actually, you shouldn't yeah. put Jack with that. I could be the negative person. I'll swap with you. Um, does the electron... I can't believe we're having this discussion on the podcast, but does the electron have no charge? The electron has no charge. That would have been my first guess for a charge-based parts of the atom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised at that. (laughs) See, this is is the fun of science. Um, They were having this chat in the Manhattan Project, (laughs) and then they probably knew more about it once they got in there, but... Yeah, but the electrons surround the nucleus, no charge. No so charge, free of charge. Completely for free. <laughs> Gratis. <laughs> that means so Jack, Jack should be it because yes. he's always yeah. seeking things for no charge. That's right. So let's really make that clear. Actually, no, that's why Jack should be the... Is he the neutron? Yes. He's most comfortable surrounded by things with no charge. Yes. So that's why he does belong in the centre of the atom, so he's so, never too upset. So he should be the electron rather should, than the neutron no, no, but I, the negative charge. Yeah, no, so yeah, he'd like but money I, but, back. He'd like a rebate. <laughs> but I think he's in. He's in the middle. He's uh, is he in the middle of the atom, s- surrounded by all the electrons swirling around. That's why he enjoys being. He's bathing in a world of no charge. We're going. I, I don't know enough to be honest. Uh, I mean, look, yeah. let's try and get Stephen Hawking on by the end of the show. But <laughs> uh, I'm also ahoy to Sabrina Could be from done. France uh, again. Went to hamishnady.com and she uploaded what she's been doing. <laughs> Ahoy, boys, and number uh, <laughs> six, which is uh, six in French. It is uh, Sabrina here, and I am on behalf of all the people in France, very offended at the use of dragi instead of dragé, which is uh, the way that you say chewy dragé. And I am very offended. Ha, <laughs> gotcha. What? No one cares. <laughs> About Dragi, mate. We're all about draggies here. Just wanted to say you have the support of the people of Australia to continue saying chewy draggies. Thank you. And um, who cares about the French? Never heard of them. (laughs) What a twist. (laughs) What a mystery. Absolute Trojan horse. That was the best mystery. (laughs) Absolute Trojan horse. All French listeners would have been saying, huzzah, huzzah, viva la France. We finally have one of our country women on, yes. fighting the good fight, and then when their guard was down, yep. st- absolutely stabbed him in the back. Never heard of you. <laughs> uh, Haim, you want to control the top of this show? Here's something you unfortunately have heard of, Ando, but I think it's time that we must do it. Hmm. Um, we, haven't, we haven't had one of these for a little while, nor have we started the show with this for a little while. Everything is neat and practical Cause that's the way he likes it But what if it wasn't? Upset Andy 
And uh, so many upset Andy's Sorry, come just, in. Just as a new rule going forward, when you say I really need the top of the show, it's like normally something important, like mm, new yeah, signatures no. for us. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, or like something that, that we don't I, we don't want to get to the end of the show and be like, damn, we ran out of time. Like, yes, so that's yes. usually the top of the show is the thing that's the highest priority yes. just to make sure we get to it. So that I, I don't think you're allowed to include this in No, but I think I am because... Otherwise, we've just kept running out of time previously. And so this we've got to get to some of these okay, because okay. they are piling up. And you wouldn't like the side of this pile. No, I wouldn't. That's true. Uneven. <laughs> and it could fall over at any time. Yeah. This okay. actually comes in from the US and just due to time difference, can't get onto this particular person. But this is a this just really tickled my fancy, yep. both as a pasta fan and as a fast and loose fan. Who are they? What's their name? Uh, it comes in from Ben. Um, they have a friend. You know when you're cooking pasta, there's a trick uh, where you throw it at the wall, see if it sticks, if, yes. it's, if it's al dente enough. Yep. And if it's well cooked, it should stick to the wall. This friend of theirs uh, opens the cupboard near the stove, mm. chucks it on the inside of the cupboard, and when it sticks, uh, Ben writes, it absolutely rattled me um, when I saw that he throws it against the door and he leaves it there. The door is covered in pasta. <laughs> <laughs> the worst part is if you try to take off any of the old pasta bits, once they've dried, the paint comes off with it. He's so fast and loose, he figures he would just pay for a new door once when he moves out and he'll break even with the amount of time. So <laughs> a collection of yeah. dried pasta on the inside yeah. of the door. That would upset, uh, that would upset me. As a fast and loose Italian, no, would, no issuones there. Just quickly, though, I think if he was to wet it, he might be able to remove it without removing no the No one's got time for that, my friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Must be nice to have that sort of random wetness time. Not the rest of us, mate. We are on the move. But we have a lot banked up. No, Brie. How good. Ahoy, Brie. Ahoy, boys. What have we got, Brie? All right. So around Christmas time, I bought some new drinking glasses. Um, but I just haven't had a chance to make room for them in our glasses drawer. Mm -hmm. So when I unpack the dishwasher, there's some glasses that just won't fit in the drawer. So I kind of just leave them in the dishwasher for another yeah. round. No, that's okay. No, because no. what is having really clean glasses? So Mate, absolutely, you can't double clean something. Um, and what is a dishwasher if not just a sort of a wet cupboard? <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense to me. Exactly. Yeah, this does upset me, Bree. As soon as we get a new set of glasses, I demote the other glasses and they get put into another drawer <laughs> and so they all look the same in the actual yep. drawer. There we go. Everyone in the house lines up, claps them out as they get taken, <laughs> yes. taken moved yes. drawers. Thanks uh, for your service. Thank you, Bree. Uh, uh, Sunday. Sunday. Ahoy. Ahoy, Sunday. Ahoy. So my boyfriend lives in a share house and they've had a new guy move in who also happens to own a TV. <laughs> so that makes two TVs in the house. But the new TV doesn't come on a stand. It's just like it's meant to be mounted on the wall. Mm -hmm. Obviously, they're not going to mount it on the wall in a rental. So they've um, just lent it up against the old TV, which actually nice. sticks up two inches above. <laughs> <laughs> really good. So the old TV's become the new TV's rest. Yes, exactly. I hate that. Yeah, I absolutely <laughs> There's hate so that. many elements there well, that Andy wouldn't like. So first of all, a TV... Uh, a surface that's not intended to make contact with another surface, which would be the bottom edge of the TV, making contact with another surface, even that would upset Andy, let alone the fact it's resting back at an angle, so probably facing slightly yeah. to the roof. Is, the, is the original TV on a stand? Yeah, it is, mm. but the new one isn't, and it was almost falling forward. They've got it resting on like a dimmer for a light. <laughs> so <laughs> it's really just resting there yeah. for No, no, not for me, not for me. That's very, very <laughs> It does fall forward. Yeah. 
there'll be no moment where I was like, oh, what are we going to do now? Well, that's what we do now. Use the one behind it. Like they've got a backup, <laughs> the perfect backup TV literally is a backup. Like when you've got too many tennis tennis balls in backyard cricket, you hit one of the fence like, don't care about it. Yeah, you get cocky yeah. when you've got yeah, yeah. four balls. <laughs> Thank you very much, uh, Sunday. Uh, Andrew. 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 Upset Ando. Hey, fellas. How are we? Yeah, good, mate. Very good. Um, yeah, basically my partner... Um, has a really nice pair of uh, AirPods, or she did. Um, she lost them the other week, and then I said, "Oh, no worries. We'll just use find my iPhone. Um, track the track the case." Turns out she's got the case. She's just lost one of the buds um, because she just throws them loose in her tote bag. Yeah, I hate that. <laughs> I knew this would get yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing: a Perfectly made receptacle pleases Andy so much. Yes, that's why a, a case that fits the thing perfectly pleases him so much. Mm-hmm. And so, conversely, not using that yep. enrages him. Beck has a a spot where you place your keys, like her, the in the car. Yep. Like you don't need the key to start the the engine. Yeah, you don't need to put it in that spot. No, but it's nice when it's in that spot. <laughs> you don't need to do that. <laughs> Keep it in your pocket. That's what Bian- Bianca does as well, and just leaves the key sitting on the center console and as soon as she takes the first corner, the key flies off into the passenger side and they're going to pick it up and put it back again. <laughs> there you go. You put yeah. it, if you put it in the slot. If you put it in the slot, it'll it stay in the slot. That. <laughs> Jack's on my side for a change. Couple of slot fans. Uh, all right, Rosie. Good one, Andrew. Uh, Rosie, let's upset Andy. Ahoy. Ahoy, boys. Ahoy. Um, so this is something that my mum did while she was staying with me. So you know how you get the multi-packs of disposable razors? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So rather than getting one razor out at a time and using it until it goes blunt, she gets all of the razors out of the packet, puts them all in the shower, and then rotates through them at random. What? Good. That is so <laughs> smart. Stupid. That's clever. Because no, you just you just you, get to have a look at one you, before you, you use rust, it. You can use the freshest. You rust them all. The the little pad that comes to like the gel pad that'll lose its ribbon retention. It, it sort of water. it gives you it gives you the excitement as you're in the shower shaving. I imagine of walking into an orchard and picking a fresh apple. <laughs> And it's they're a, not all going to. They're yes. not going to be perfect apples. Yeah, but you pick the best one, Rosie, and that's yeah. that's the fun of it. I hate that, but it's uh, not enough uh, to dis uh, disown your mum. We've got a time for one more. Uh, Rosie, sorry about the wait. Another Rosie. No problem. Ahoy, boys. Ahoy. Um, yeah, Andy. I think my brother would really upset you. I've got two stories about him, actually. Okay. All right. So the first one is I had him over for breakfast one day, and I asked him, "I'll oh, clean up the table," and I looked over. And he was putting the ice from our drinks in the bin. And I was like, what are you doing? He was like, yeah, I, don't I like put that. the ice in the bin because it's a solid. I was like, solid. No. Yep, solid's going no, in the bin. Mate, he no. put it down the sink. He was like, yes. no, you chuck it in the bin. You can, it will change to a liquid over time, <laughs> yeah. but you can't be responsible for the future forms of everything. Okay. As it stands, that is a solid to him. I get that. I, I hate I've chucked that, ice Rosie. in the bin. I hate that because it just obviously contributes to bin juice, which is the worst yeah. form of juice. Um, next one from your brother. Next one is when we were little, we had three copies of the same DVD, except they were all scratched at different points in the movie. So <laughs> we'd put on the DVD and then you'd watch it until it got scratched, change over the DVD, <laughs> skip it up to the point it was scratched, keep watching it. But the annoying thing was one of the copies was a Blu-ray DVD. So we'd have to change over the DVD player as well. <laughs> <laughs> what was the movie? 
Um, it was Barbie a perfect Christmas. <laughs> well, you <laughs> timely, timely, timely. Yeah, what an ordeal! <laughs> I mean, that is forget about it by the end of the year as well. So you go to put it on and be like, oh, oh right, we got to change the DVD. Three discs change and one player exchange. <laughs> like do you, that, that this is, is it's like in the old days where you had like books on cassette over twelve cassettes. Yes, like <laughs> that's a lot of effort. That is a lot of effort for one. Rosie absolutely upset me. Um, uh, thank you very much, but also please tell your brother please. <laughs> Um, keep, keep them coming in. There's so many. Thank you. Always flawless. And a couple of weeks ago, we had on the show not a witch hunt, no, but a witch sniff. Sniff. Just try to sniff out a witch. <laughs> and um, you know, the vast majority of people were across it. It mm. was Alex who had won pizza lotto. He yes, directly guessed the pizza, and we set up a very, very elaborate mm. fake segment to test his integrity. Yes, you nearly spoiled. The I did thing. nearly, I did nearly spoil it. I was watching the TV at the time. I had didn't realize we'd transitioned from rehearsals to opening night. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but I think anyone that's seen that video on our socials or listened to that episode, go and check go. it out. We never, we never tell people to go to our yeah, podcast. You, you love it it's, the most. It's, <laughs> <laughs> because I've seen it so many times in my life. Yep. And it really is the perfect encapsulation of the true Hamish and Andy spirit. I perhaps had had a lapse of concentration and Andy perhaps was a little too uptight that such an error had occurred because you wave me off. <laughs> Closely followed by both of us. Pissing ourselves. <laughs> so the, there was some kerfuffle there, obviously, like during the laying of the trap, but it, 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 didn't, it, didn't, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. So people remember Alex, you got through and he was like, yep. He showed great integrity. When we tried to trick him, he knew the answer to a test. Um, He didn't know that we knew he knew the answer to the test. And he came forth and said, no, guys, I've got to be honest here. I'd be cheating if I answered you. And we went, well, that was the test. That was the test. Uh, A slugworthing, for anyone's familiar with Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Mm. Okay, so unfortunately, I thought we'd put it to bed. Then I get this email. Dear Hamish, Andy, number six. It's with a heavy heart that I write regarding the recent witch sniff out, brackets, not hunt, involving the pizza lotto possible scandal. Mm -hmm. Sadly, whilst you guys seem to have been satisfied with this proceedings, something hasn't been sitting right with me, and I think I know what it is. It came at what should have been the crowning moment of your trap, the moment where you caught the witch cheating. I think you guys had set up the ultimate test, and I think you knew that too. Even with Ham's blunder, which wasn't heard in the end, (laughs) it was flawless. But somehow it didn't work. To me, Alex, who was the yeah. possible witch, seemed far, far, far too calm when he revealed he'd heard Mike. There were no nerves in his voice, no discernible hesitation, <laughs> almost like dot, 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 he expected it. Really? Now, I understand the accusation I'm levelling here, but I feel I have no choice. I think he was tipped off. I think you've got a rat in the ranks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Jack, I've isolated the audio of when he says, oh, actually, I've, yep. I've, you're right. Okay. I have a bit of a confession to make, and I think Mike might know what's going on with this. What's that? Before he transferred me over to you fellas, I may or may not have heard him accidentally say aloud the number of goodies on the table. So I don't know what we want to do here, fellas. <laughs> So this this emailer thinks that that just came out. It was too neat, right? right? Too neat. 
He also writes a little sentence here about how when he guessed the pizza, the yeah. pizza lover, his reaction was subdued. Yes, we, we which we wanted about. That was the whole reason we identified that. What I think we're finding, and I don't want to step on this guy's um, yeah. in, uh, evidence. I think Alex is a pretty relaxed dude. <laughs> like, well, I think this just furthers our claim that the first one was real and he, the second one's also. Well, he real. goes on here, this, this Darren. Mm. He goes, sadly, I think the rat is Mike. I do think that might be the case. <laughs> he goes, yep, hate to say it, boys, you've got a weasel and a rat in the studio. <laughs> it's a goddamn rodent fest in there. Think about it. Why was Mike so bad during rehearsal? Yeah. Okay, interesting. He had to have like 10 goes at getting his delivery right. Mm. Why? Because he never expected he'd have to rehearse. He'd always planned to throw it. He knew the outcome too. Somehow, and Andy, with your law and order SVU expertise, maybe you can fill in the gaps here. Mm. Somehow Mike knows this pizza lotto winner and was helping him avoid detection. Wow. Have a listen. This is Mike getting his rehearsals wrong. Okay. All right, I'll just pop you on hold, Alex. All right, thanks, okay. mate. Awesome. Hey, it's 16, Carly, right? Is that good? No, we well, we're, oh, we're, oh, where's your realisation? Oh, he doesn't know. Mike, we only get one shot at this. You go, <laughs> you go there, then you go, oh. Oh, hang on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, okay. One more time. Do you want to do, oh, okay. I do, actually. Mm. Mm. He had to have a lot of goes, didn't he? Because he never really. Mm. I don't know what I was listening for there. Well, I think think we were listening. I think we were hearing there that Mike was surprised to be doing the rehearsals because in in, he was maybe just going to be like, he was happy to do it poorly because that's what the accusation is, that Mike's Mm. already talked to Alex and it was just going to be, it was pointless anyway. He didn't have to care about acting because he'd already spoken to Alex that morning and Mm. tipped him off, this is what's going to happen. Okay. So... At the end here, this Darren writes, I think it's worth mentioning that while Hamish was the one that made the most obvious blunder on the day, no one intent on a cover-up would be watching TV during the most dangerous part of the mission. That's fair enough. I think we can chalk that up to carelessness of the innocent. He's in the clear. (laughs) (laughs) So he finishes by saying, for some reason, Mike is in this deep and it stinks to high heaven. (laughs) Flush him out. You know I love accusing someone of something. Anything. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love a witch hunt. Yeah. I just, I can't, I'm tr- I was looking desperately for things to grab onto <laughs> to bring Mike down there. What do you think, Jack? I sort of agree with Andy's, like, there is no hard or even soft evidence. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Just well, then you write, you write back to that guy and you tell him. Yeah, I will. Who, who is this guy? Darren, I think I said. Yeah, but oh, did you write that? <laughs> <laughs> Did you write it? I did have my suspicions. I did write it. No one had sent that in, but I feel some people would think that. I was starting to wonder why you were shown so favourably in the email. I think a lot of people felt that, and I just, if anyone was wondering that Mike had maybe tipped this guy off, I just wanted to show that we would have taken such an accusation seriously. Yes, yes. Um, although never, I never received such an email. But i got to say, on the day, I, so much was going on, I thought this someone might accuse Mike here of tipping him off. Yeah. You know what's happened? <laughs> Hames calls the biggest blunder during the thing, and now he's just looking for someone else to shift a bit of shade onto it. I respect that. <laughs> I've got Mike in my crosshairs now. Thank you. <laughs> Mike is innocent, but of course, we'll accusations stick. <laughs> Gentlemen, mm. now it's been a little while since my grand act of generosity shouting you guys a brand new signature. Yes. Yes. 
I had to sign something the other day and I thought, well, not many times more than I have to do this old one. <laughs> Can't wait to get out of this clunker and into my new yes. Ferrari signature. If you've just joined the podcast for the very first time, welcome by yeah. all means. But last week on the Podham, you present us a, a gift, which was a new signature. You We paid different amounts yep. um, for a calligraphy different. expert to yep. offer us a new signature that will become a cool new signature that we'll probably use for life because obviously ours have been substandard. I had a few people go, hang on, you really quickly said at the end, how come it, but you don't have to legally change anything. And that that's that we did gloss over that a bit because I think that's what a lot of people go, hang on, but why would you update your signature like, you know, you've got to update all your forms. According to the website, now bearing in mind, I know this is the same website that's charging us $80 to get a new calligraphy signature. Mm. They say you can change your signature um, because it's the fact that you did it that's the legally binding thing, oh, yeah, not can, necessarily yeah, yeah. not necessarily what it looks like. But you but, have to, it takes a lot of work. You have to go into banks, et cetera, to update signatures. But they're saying you don't. But, they, but, but, but then where they match, it. like, they're meant to match your signature. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. On the now, back of a credit card, they can ask you to sign something, then match it up. So there's the website. And again, it is a website. So yeah. <laughs> this is their argument to it because I guess they do have skin in the game here. They want to sell people new mm. signatures. Mm. They're saying no, no, no. You don't have to change anything. You can just start using your new signature. And the legal aspect of a signature is the fact that you did it, not necessarily what it looks like. Okay. But I suppose proving you did it is the the tough bit, isn't it? Well, easy thing for criminals to get around because when they say mm. match the signature, you go, well, I'm, I'm trying out a new signature. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah. And then yeah. when you go, prove you did it, yeah. I swear I did that one. Yeah. I'll even sign an affidavit. <laughs> <laughs> and what's this? Signature? It's with the new signature. <laughs> and, that, and you yeah. saw me do that one. So I'm really doing yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got that to we've got that to come now. Okay. Well, I mean, we've got that small hoop to to jump through, but let's just assume that we're all good on that front. Mm -hmm. The was I right in remembering because there was there's the entry level package, me, which is a professional that. calligrapher. Yeah. We then there's the hat. prized calligrapher. Yeah. And then I got the most experienced artist. Did yeah. I get? Yeah, so I got number one. Yeah, didn't head, I? head calligrapher. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, great. That's that. Yeah, the, the head calligrapher will, but who only handles the most exclusive mm, um, clients. Yeah, clients. that's the most experienced artist in the stable. Mm -hmm. I was sitting around going, "Why haven't I heard anything from these guys?" Then I remembered I'd forgotten to actually order them. <laughs> <laughs> so knowing we were coming on the show quick as a flash, yeah. um, I was able to quickly before the show began today yeah. put the orders in. Great. And that, sorry, I had you, Andy, as middle rung. No, I think. Oh, I you bottoms. Up. I think I was bottoms, wasn't I? Sorry, Jack. I it think, I, I think, I think <laughs> you've been demoted to just a professional. I'm not sure we're going to be able to tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll anyway, see. I thought I could get away with it too to be like, oh, geez, I better get this order in before the show. Mm. Annoyingly, it says you'll be contacted by your person, your case manager, oh. within 24 hours. Okay. So that's going to be, you know, sometime overnight. So another weekend. update next week. Could look like that. Yeah, I think it is looking like that. Although I have now actually put the order through mm. and, um, you know, they're on, it's on its way. So 
the exciting thing for this coming week is there's going to be a getting to know you period for all of us with our artists yep. where they vibe out what sort of thing we want mm-hmm. and we vi- we sort of tell them what we we can handle. Because so remember, is that over the phone? Is that over the phone or is that a. I think so. It might be over email, but I think okay. there's an interview process. Oh, wow. Just remember though, guys, and they'll run you through this. Mm. You got to, like, you have to then put the reps in at Signature Gym because yeah, they yeah. send you the sheets that you have to practice. And mm. so don't. You know, if you're going to do 500 of an exercise, yeah. you, you know, you'd rather do a, just just don't make it a very complicated one. Because oh, I know the temptation would be there to put a lot of flourishes in, but, but aren't over they in time. you're putting the flourishes in? Well, you, I think you can talk to them how flourishy you want it. Right. Right. But you want that, you want to take advantage of a calligrapher, and so you want flourish. That's true. I mean, I mean, I am <laughs> tempted to go. Just do a scratchy one. That's what we already have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, it's up to everyone else. Maybe I, yeah, look, I do obviously have the most experienced artist, so I probably will err more up that end of the scale, like more of a declaration of independence type mm. signature. Mm-hmm. But um, with you guys, since you've got sort of low talent artists, you might not want to push them that hard. It's up to you. It's up to you. <laughs> well, I it's mean, up to you. will these be, if we do get to the Northern Territory? Yeah. And this is the other. It's actually this is actually the main reason I think we want this to try and get a peace deal between the croc yep. uh, jumping 100%. croc businesses. Will we yep. use these signatures? Definitely. <laughs> I actually think that now becomes the main reason to use <laughs> yeah. them because if it's okay with you guys, I was thinking when we do that trip, if we go up to Broker Peace mm. in the north, mm. we we get a scroll or a parchment made and this and framed mm-hmm. that we can hang somewhere up there mm. and. We want parchment-worthy yes. signatures. It yeah. should hang on that bridge that separates the two. Like I said, into I, it. I think you can think more of the bridge. It says freeway. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I've, I've heard it's it be interesting, not so. unlike the Sydney Harbour Bridge. You know, there's there's room to decorate it, have flags for different reasons. Would we ask, it, would we do two? Yep. Oh, that would be One nice. for each office. Yes. And one has to, and they have to hang them at each uh, place. Each other's. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So you, it's a, it's a, it's an acknowledgement mm. that there is peace between the businesses and they both, they both highlight a positive aspect of the other business. That's, That's a good gesture. Yep. Then do we get a plaque made of <laughs> the parchment? Yes. Complete with signatures. Yes. And we affix that underneath the bridge. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to talking to our artists. <laughs> Quick update. Just turning the mics back on. As we turn the mics off, we realised, mm. yes, we'll get these forms sent to us for our new signatures. Yes. But wouldn't it make more sense mm. to choose each other's signatures? Well, we know each other better than we know ourselves. I think that's fair. Yeah. And we decided... Through using a randomizer that Andy found on the internet, <laughs> yes, um, we quickly assigned each other, yeah, um, each other's signatures. So I'll fill out the form for Jack's signature. I'm pleased to say I have Andy's. Already got a few ideas up my sleeve. <laughs> All right, and so I'll be in charge of Hamish's signature. Yes, yeah. and, then and then we'll the, get to reveal them to each other. Yep, and then obviously we'll use them for the rest of time individually, individually, mm. um, and knowing that we have the full power mm. of three different levels of calligraphy. Yep. behind us. Ando, mm-hmm. you have known me for a long time. Jack, you too. Mm-hmm. And I'd say you would be aware of a lot of the causes I'm passionate about. Mm-hmm. Here's one I probably haven't shared with you guys publicly, but I am very passionate about it. I would like to see 
turkey recognized as as an as a year-round meat yeah. option rather than a Christmas meat. I feel like and in America it is. It is, Jack. More. It yeah. is. You go into a deli and you you can get a turkey sandwich yep. and that is Right but, up there is just a, as likely a choice as ham. Yeah. But they don't have as good a chickens as we do. Don't they? Chickens? No. <laughs> no. Really? They, they are, like, we, we do much better in, a, in a, the organic, like the good quality chicken. Right. Like you can't get they got like a, lot a of antibiotics. supermarket chicken. A roast chook. Not, Not barbecue really. chook, you mean. Yeah. yeah okay, but I like, would love to see so I think that's what's... small barbecue turkeys next to the barbecue <laughs> chicken. I'm not saying full roast dinner size, mm. but isn't but even just the turkey breast, could would it would it kill them to put turkey breast in the same I think it would sell out. And I think if Coles and Woolies are always looking at ways to beat each other, mm. be the turkey leader. Okay. Be the turkey. Be the person that leads from the front with turkey breast. I think because the... it's a food we want to eat. No one's upset when they see it at Christmas. It's Why hard. can't we have more of it year round? It's harder to cook turkey, so you run the risk. Try harder. Okay, well, but, but then do we do like they do the cooked chickens at um, the supermarket? Would you do? Yeah, Andy, once turkeys? upon a time, chickens were harder to cook. <laughs> and <laughs> you know what? Is... People put the work in and they learn how to cook them. If I'm it's a learning sh- thing, yeah. let's just try and practice. Just practice makes perfect and we can cook turkeys. Our chickens are so plump. That they're almost. Hey, are you doing it? <laughs> this has turned into a whole lot more chickens again. You're saying Australian t- chickens, chickens are almost turkey, turkey size. size? Yep. No, no, no. They're not. And <laughs> I don't know. I'm not. I'm not discounting the fact. I'm very proud of our chickens yes. and the way we we grow mm. and marinate and cook and sell our chickens in yep. our supermarkets. I agree. The, I've never seen the rotisserie chook. You don't get it that much no. in America. The The thing about the turkey is I know it is a much bigger bird, mm. but as a meat, it's delicious. And it's more delicious than a chook? Well, look, it's horses for courses. What's, you know, yes. m- meat. Foul meat. for, <laughs> <laughs> for fools. Foul for fellas. Well, I mean, obviously they have different tastes, but I think it's just as popular. Like, Nate, just as popular. Well, my argument is chicken's just done well branding-wise. It's everywhere. Like... The world eats a ridiculous amount of chickens. Mm-hmm. We do know that. We could probably eat less, mm. you know. But there's chickens is just everywhere. Mm-hmm. I just think that there is space for turkey to come in as a better option. Why are we only having it at Christmas dinner? Now, you can get turkey breast. You can go to the butcher. You can get sliced turkey breast. Yep. It's just not everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think it gets the press. that is. I think it's a marketing problem, to be honest. And I'll tell you well, who's trying. I'll tell you who's trying. That, just yeah. quickly. Pickleball is huge in America. <laughs> <laughs> that He's funny right, little Steve. game of tennis. Right? Fastest yes. growing sport in the world. But then to, yeah. for your argument, for your size baker's argument, pickleball's chicken yeah. and tennis is turkey. <laughs> so we only have grand slams for turkeys, yeah. the big version. There's not enough room, I think, for turkey. I don't think, I think we got. Yes, there is. No, yeah. well, I think what I'm saying, and you can use the pickleball analogy, is in America they paint the pickleball court on top of tennis courts so that you can just use them interchangeably sometimes. So maybe we could put turkey breasts in the rotisserie chicken bay. Yes. And there's a bit less chicken on the market and a bit more turkey. Okay. Who are you saying yeah, so we, we're, not, we're, not, we're not increasing our overall meat consumed. No. We're just adding mm. a little bit more variety for those of us that don't want to just eat turkey in the festive season. You know who, now, the be, reason you know I who say, will be relieved? Mm-hmm. Chickens. <laughs> this is great news for chickens. <laughs> 
There will be there will be one generation of chickens, of course, that the farmers were growing them to mm. be eaten, and then the rules changed. Yeah. The rule changes came in that now we're going to see a lot more turkey, and there will be one generation of chickens that dodges um, yeah. having to be eaten. Mm. Or they do, they should do like one season of bargain price chickens to get that those out of the system. Oh, so you say kill them. I no. was thinking more of a chicken amnesty where they could retire <laughs> to a to a forest. Somewhere. Well, I mean, your your plot, but like, Jack on the other hand is offering bargain chickens. I know he'll be first is, in line for the bargain chicken. <laughs> yours isn't so noble. Like it's it's people who fight for let's eat less chicken yeah. aren't going. And they just sub them out for turkeys, <laughs> saying we should eat less animals on together, whole. Yeah. Sure, yeah. sure. No, we're all coming up from different angles. But what I'm saying is, here's. Here's where I'm not alone. Because I, I sort of go, am I the only one thinking we want turkey all year round? We want March turkey. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Yeah. And I'll tell you who else is on my side. Yeah. The cranberry industry. Oh, very much so. Because I do buy sliced turkey at the deli because mm. I like a turkey sandwich at home. And, of course, I buy a cranberry. The cranberry sauce that I buy mm. are quietly, low-key also pushing More to turkey. get turkey recognized as a year-round meat. And I'll tell you why. Mm. Their slogan, their slogan on the cranberry sauce that I buy is, quote, a delicious year-round treat. Because <laughs> <laughs> they know, they know sales are spiking in December disproportionately and they would like to see cash flow the whole year. Right? That's, that slogan has come out of a boardroom yes. with an angry yeah. boss pointing at the December spike yep. And pointing at the Mar- the, the, yeah. the January to November slump, going mm. fix this, mm. and they okay. We'll tell everyone it's a year round treat. I saw. Problem it, I is, can't... what do you eat tra- cranberry on if not turkey? That's no true. one's going yep. just a cheese and cranberry sauce sandwich. Thanks. It's a good attempt from them. It's up it's there with the spice that I saw in the, in the cover, which one it was specifically in the supermarket. And on the side of it said, "You can use on everything." <laughs> I love that. It's like, the, it's like the ones where they go, yeah, here's this, you know, here's granola. What do you have it, have it for breakfast? Don't forget lunch, though. Sprinkle it on some yogurt after lunch. Why not have it with ice cream at dinner? We recommend a bag a day. <laughs> hey, it's been a while since we've done one of these, so I'm bringing it out again. This sounds like this, sounds like this, sounds like this. If this sounds like that, I'm your man. Andy Lee, Song Sleuth. People Sleuthing, send, baby. Who you got? People send them in, um, which I interrogate. This one's come from an insider, Mike Liberale. <laughs> Podcast Mike said, hey, put your snout in this trough. Yep. Junior and, sleuther, Mike. Yeah. and What uh, can he do? Sleuth, exactly. sleuth Mike. And I think... He's onto something here. Um, Jungkook is a member of BTS, yes. yep. the Korean pop sensations, and yep. he's yep. gone out on his own. Remember we talked about this with um, uh, One yep. Direction? It was a race. It was an arms race to see who could get a song out first because I think the song, first song out, you normally get a good, you've got a good wave to ride. I mean, not that we studied the One Direction mm. phenomenon too heavily, but by my memory, Niall Horan, no, I think not was... Harry Styles. Was it Harry Styles immediately? No, I, I think, think it was Zane. Zane. 
Same went first, so you yeah. can start a step. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Noel was on the other end where he was almost like the fifth, and by that stage you're like, well, you're just doing it because everybody else is doing it. You reckon by the stage he's like, well, I'm as, oh, yeah. yeah. They may L- as well Louis too. Louis probably was the one that just. I didn't think Louis did anything, which is a shame because I always had him down as the hottest. <laughs> I mean, not these days. <laughs> not these days. I think obviously Harry's Harry, trumped everyone. Yeah. He's, you know, he's, he's, he's the gold standard. But anyway, that was the 1D thing. I mean, BTS has the BTS army, mm. and you. And you you obviously, the army reports to six generals or however many guys are in BTS. <laughs> yes, yes. But if one general goes rogue, yeah. how much of the army people will... Follow. He obviously has yeah. done the maths to go, yeah. I think if I go rogue first, they'll follow me. Well, people are loving this song. The army has followed. And I reckon there might be a re- reason people are loving this song because... Really? might be touch familiar. But anyway, this is the song. It's called Seven. I actually haven't heard it before and it sounds eerily similar to the kind of educational songs that you play children. I mean, it sounds like a, like your Times Tables album, but this is the album to teach kids how many days are in the week and what their names are. I actually finally have some of Andy's Timetable CD. Somebody sent it in. Really? Time to jump, jiggle and jive. Uh-huh. One five is five, two uh-huh. fives are ten, three fives are fifteen, four fives are twenty, five fives are twenty-five. What? Five Dixon. fives are twenty-five. Cool. Whoa, what? <laughs> I mean, that's not part of the song sleuth, but... It's Hang on, there for work. Great work, Jack. <laughs> the slowest button push. <laughs> no, no, that feels so slick. We ask you for a simple what are you, AI? sound effect. And <laughs> Jack it takes GPT. How is so Yeah, that's one, why we were in shock. <laughs> you have one reference to it, and already the grab's it's playing. That's playing. suspicious. That is suspicious. Someone's is, trying to deflect away from with the his... real Jack. <laughs> Someone is trying to deflect away from the rap though there, Jack, don't you think? I mean, you know, if in the rap game mm. there's spitting mad bars, but yeah. that was very good diction. Yeah. Very good diction Yeah, yeah. for the fives. It, it certainly wasn't. It's not the coolest rap. Anyway, let's get back to the That's task at hand. Um, I'll remind you of the yes, new yes, hook. <laughs> Sorry to take you off call. From Sorry, John. speaking of numbers, here's <laughs> the song about seven from days Jean-Claude. of the week. <laughs> Sounding like a great pop song. Mm. And then Radio Mike, Podcast Mike said, reminds me of this song. So obviously a slower mm. beat going They've there. They've sped up scrubs. Both mm. are songs that describe something. <laughs> um, <laughs> obviously... Um, <laughs> Scrubs describes who and what a scrub is yes. and what they do. Yeah. And then the BTS song describes who and what a week is <laughs> and how many days make one up. <laughs> so, yeah, there's another similarity. Yeah, they're both, um, just, both descriptive songs. So just because you've sped something up doesn't necessarily make it a new song. So obviously went to the lab with Marshy. You spent a lot of time in the lab. This is uh, Scrubs sped up, but it starts with the seventh, the song seven, and then no, into No Scrubs. Play the seven one again. To me, you know how it has that double 
um, drum. The mm-hmm. You know what I'll do? Scrubs. I'll, that's I'll, classic. So that's a drummer's ear hearing that, but I want to <laughs> see if that occurs. Well, let me play the. Let me play the the same thing. It's there's been no pitch replacement at all, so it's the exact same pitch. Let me just play the same thing, but I'll start with Scrubs, then into Seven. Okay. Yeah, unfortunately, the drum line is really similar to me and I don't need a, I don't need no lab to tell me that. I got my ears and my feels. What's wrong, Jack? What well, do you dr- have drums to say? are just so similar for any song. Like, here we go. Oh, here we go. Downplaying my downplaying my ability to hear and feel music. Of all the things, if I had to list the things similar, I wouldn't say the drums. Drums are in the same tone. Drums are in the similar tone. Both songs. They're both using similar parts of the drum, the kick, the snare. Because mm. we've got, we're in, we're in a. Because, Not that you'd know, Jack, since you gave away my drum. <laughs> I, still, I still know about drums. Oh, you don't know where <laughs> the kid is, though. I'd like you to know that. <laughs> um, modern days, there, because there's so many different examples of where you need to use music and different rights and uh, advertising and TikToks and all that kind of thing. We can get the stems more easily these days. And Marshy managed to locate. Found the stems, did he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right under the bouquet, usually. <laughs> usually quite wet. Um, snip them off and the song will last longer. <laughs> Sorry. Music term for just all the individual bits. <laughs> yep. Components. So this is seven. Mm-hmm. The song, the instrumental, but no scrubs the lyrics over the top of it. Where's the drums? The drums drums are the original. So all the instruments from Jungkook and Hen7 and just the vocals. And so the theory being, if this matches up, we feel like this is the, Mm. if this sounds like the beloved song, No Scrubs We All Know and Love, Mm. some trickery is afoot. Mm. Yep. Thoughts? Well, it's not not similar, is it, Jack? <laughs> they're, they're very similar. One last one from Marshy. He said, hey, How many more combinations can there be? <laughs> Now, now they're singing about how they do want scrubs, but a week is only three days long. Let's hear a week ending on Wednesday. <laughs> We've done every single combination. Good point. Do. God's sake, send this man to the fire squad. <laughs> it's embarrassing at this stage. Please don't go through every single fingerprint. Index finger, match. Middle finger, match. Pinky. Yeah, we get it. They're all, if all the fingerprints are there, he's guilty. <laughs> True. All right, what have you got, though, since Marshy's done the work? He's done the work, and he said, this is interesting. I did find oh. it. He said, I'm just using no scrubs, the, 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 the vocals. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to in, play along now. Yeah, but, the, but the in-breath <laughs> no. of Jungle. <laughs> <laughs> the instrumental, he said, I just started them both from the start. 
right? To see how they felt. So this is the action start like, of the song. Spoiler so. alert. Yeah. It's not going to clear his name. <laughs> Let's have a listen. I mean, we get the point. Even if you just start them both. Hang back. on, what, where, did the other song kick in? No. The, oh, the other song, it's, it's he's just... Playing oh, it's playing. Oh, it is whole, playing. It's just the... <laughs> Wow. It's just the instrumental. There is, the other so, there is such a thing as too much of a final <laughs> summation to the jury. <laughs> Be careful. With too many careful. pieces of evidence. Be careful. The prosecution is warned to be careful. You're losing the jury's attention. <laughs> the jury. Yeah. And now it's easier to say not guilty, not guilty just so that we all based go. on confusion. <laughs> based on length of case. <laughs> Wow, he'll be too thrilled much to get off. solid evidence. He'll be thrilled. To get he'll be thrilled. <laughs> yeah, Apparently, they... the prosecutor had too good a case. <laughs> it was so airtight, no one could breathe. <laughs> they all passed out. <laughs> Thanks for listening. The Hamish and Andy podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. 